0: enlightened podcast i'm michelle from michelle our price light
1: worker and i'm becca from insightful connections
0: welcome back welcome um we are just a couple of spiritually aware chicks we I like to get together sort of on a weekly basis rebecca um seems to be what we're doing at the moment and uh have a little chin wag and i will be doing i'll have you know rebecca um i'll be doing the card draw um today <laughs> beck did the one last time we like to share the love we like to share it around a little bit
1: certainly do and it's good it's good because um we were just sort of talking before this podcast recording about a little gray dog that came oh yes okay you're gonna talk about it yes so michelle was saying that there was a um she had this this dog
0: it It looked like a husky
1: to me Looks like a husky to her in spirit. And she's like, but it wasn't quite a husky. It was, you know, a little bit different and what have you. And she said, Is it do you have a great job like that? Do you have a great? I said, I used to. <laughs> in spirit. Um, so I have, I had a Norwegian elk cow. and Which I've never heard of. Dax. And, just got goosebumps. and yeah, they are again. <laughs> yeah, They mm-hmm. are um like miniature, miniature sort of husky things. It was so funny actually. When when I got her, her name was Dax um fluffy and- was the word Rebecca fluffy 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 was hair, the
0: very fluffy yes because yeah. they're snow dogs they are snow dogs
1: oh they are they are wow um and but when we were going out to get her it was my mum was going out it was to a country town in New South Wales there and she was um going to get this do you want to come along for a drive and we thought yeah we'll do that and I was I think I was pregnant with the twins at the time and um we're driving out there and I was just like, wouldn't it be so cool if, because I wanted to get a Husky or or one of those, right? But they're they're really quite, um, they can howl a lot. Yeah. They howl a lot. Yeah, they're very Um, vocal. And and they're very big dogs. And I'm like, you know, wouldn't it be cool if there was like, like sort of like a miniature husky out there oh rebecca this is
0: funny anyway
1: so we're driving along and we're we're following in the car and and going up the dirt roads and up the driveways and to this property and we go over and Mum had um i think it was lily she got and she was like a sausage dog or a i think it was lily can't remember the dog she got (laughs) she got some dog yes she got a dog she got a dog um, and came home with her and she's absolutely beautiful. I think it was Lily. Um, and she was just an absolutely gorgeous dog. And then we were sort of walking around the property and he, the, the guy there showed us, he said, oh, come around here because I said, oh, we're out here, You're on the way. He said, are you going to take one? I said, no, no, no. I said, we're actually... Um, talking about it on the way out here and how cool it would be if you had, like, a miniature husky or something. And he's like, come with me. Like, what? What? So we went round to the corner to a different side of the property there and they had these Norwegian elk puppies. You're there. kidding me. They were just so beautiful and absolutely gorgeous. And I'm like, I've got to get one. I've got to get he one. Is. That's manifesting, hey? And at the time, at the time my, um, it was, you know, um, my partner at the time was like, No, we're not getting a dog. We've already got one because we had Tess who was a um a red healer and she was absolutely gorgeous. She was the best dog ever. But um, and he's like, No, we've already got a good dog and you're pregnant with twins and blah 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 want blah Want a miniature husky. Like, yeah, no, I want one of these. He said, Let's go away and think about it for a week. And the guy at the property, he was really quite responsible. And he said, well, go away and think about it and and what have you. He's, and then I said, well, I'm coming back for that one. <laughs> like I had my mind set. I'm like, I'm coming yeah. back for that one. He said, all right. I'll We're put pregnant or on or
0: hormonal as well. So that's just right, keep that in making
1: mind. Making <laughs> decisions because that's what you want, a puppy with twin babies. Yeah, and a dog. And a dog already and a, and a husband, you know. <laughs> Beth but I said, to to him, that's the one, that's the one I want. That's the one I'm coming back for. So we'll go away, think about it have a discussion and what have you said. anyway, drove back out five days later and got her. Yep.
0: <laughs> and it was a miniature. Isn't that weird? Because um, it did look like a, a husky to me, but it, it kept saying, I'm fluffy. I'm fluffy. And I was okay. like, okay, I've got to mention to Rebecca that I'm fluffy. And it was only when you mentioned um an eagle in our previous episode that I thought, oh, maybe I'll mention it to her that I sort of saw this dog. And I've yeah, never seen one of those little things, but they are like a little miniature husky. And that was sort of your feeling was that that you wanted that. So yeah. Animals are amazing. That
1: image you pulled out was just like her. Yeah. It was, it was, it was her.
0: Yeah. And it really did look like um, to me, it did look very much like a like a little husky. But sitting out in the sun, sunning herself, having a lovely time. Yeah, so that was really beautiful. And I knew it was connected to you. That's where the intuition sort of comes in because people are always like, How do you know? How do you know? And it's like, Well, you know, it just feels like it's connected to a particular person. And I felt through like the people I was reading for today and it didn't feel like it was connected to any of them. So
1: she was, she looked like a little fur seal when she was a puppy. She was beautiful.
0: Yeah, she was really referencing the lot of fur on this little body of mine.
1: Yeah. Uh, All
0: right. Puppy tail. Well, I'm going to do, um, Beck, do you want to go into the theme? And I might just do a card in the meantime.
1: Well, yeah, we've got a theme today. We're not just talking. <laughs> yeah, I know, but we can just talk if you want to. Maybe. Yeah, we just talk. We're all right. We've got it. We've got it. So our theme today is birthday celebrations. Michelle's in there giggling. She's just looked at at something. Look at the bird. That's a canary, isn't it? I can
0: hear Syrian in the background. Yeah, Syrian's in the background. That's a canary in the middle.
1: Looks like a little canary. And they look like, I don't
0: know what those things are called on the outside. that looks like a
1: cardinal. That's a cardinal. That's it. I was looking for the word. I know they're red. I was thinking, oh, what is it? Uh, That's a little canary in the middle. I release all my stress by expressing gratitude. This is a conversation I was having with my sister this morning, one of my sisters this morning. Always the way, Rebecca. Always the way.
0: As soon as I saw the canary, I thought of you. Amazing. Continue. Sorry. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Birthday celebrations, Michelle. And the inspiration from this episode came from, I think, a couple of episodes ago when we were talking about I was getting the girls' party organised and what have you, and I mentioned that I have never actually had, like, a party myself. Yes. Yes.
0: Very surprising. Very surprising. Totally fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But um, yeah, I just found it very interesting. I thought, well, that'd make a really good uh, talk topic because it's a little bit different. Yeah, I, like I mean,
1: it. I have celebrated with people. Definitely have celebrated with people, and and you know, mostly just family. Sort of kept it close and tight. Birthdays are a big thing for us in 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 my house and our family, but parties as such, it's more just you know we send out the the group text celebrating on this day come on come along and we all sort of get together and have a chat and just sort of do family thing have some cake and and off we all go again mm-hmm. that's that's about it
0: yeah um, all right we'll get more into that in the show mm-hmm. probably because um, otherwise we'll run out of things to talk about Rebecca <laughs> um, I just want to show you this little card I've got here yes. um, so I've just drawn a card from Gabby Bernstein's uh, and these are all new so if listening to this this The sale may still be on i'm not sure um but miracles now gabby bernstein um, another client of mine has the same deck and loves it these are all affirmation cards and i've never had an affirmation deck i don't have any um so often beck does all the affirmations the cards are really beautiful it's got miracles now on one side of it with some watercolor um beautiful paints and on the other side it's got our message all the little stars in the background and uh, constellations So the message is today for the group, I surrender my desires and I know the universe has my back. That's an Esther Hicks saying. There is In italics there, the universe has my back. Life is always working out for me. They're two things I pretty much say on a daily basis. And I give that to my clients a lot as well. That's right. I surrender my desires. Now, surrender is a big word that was coming up this week a lot too. With my mentorship clients, a lot of them were feeling the need to kind of surrender. You know, we can't make things happen, fix things, all the rest of it. And surrender has been a really big word because it's all about relaxing. Um, a lot of people are like, I don't know how to let go. Surrender, relax, release the pressure. So surrender is a really important word. I surrender my desires. Now, this is also letting go of what you want. So in order to manifest we need to surrender, Uh, I surrender my desires, which means I relax. I let go of, you know, the outcomes, whatever they are. And I know the universe has my back. It's trust. This card is all about trust. Okay. And I feel like that'll relate to everyone who's listening. I'll take a photo of that. Um, I feel like that'll relate to everyone who's listening because we all have trouble. And I was literally saying to one of my clients yesterday, you know, if you have issues with uh, letting go, um, which she did, then you need to, um, you know, do a bit of pigeon pose, do some yoga and uh, do some pigeon pose because that will really test your hips and you hold on to control in the hip area. (laughs) So, um, you know, and it makes me really angry. It actually makes me really angry. But the good thing about that is that um, that brings it out of your body, you know, so you're not actually holding it in your body the whole time. So it's actually a really good practice to do that, even though we don't want to do it and it feels yucky and it's uncomfortable, we actually, it means we need to do it more. So really I should be out there doing pitch and pose on a daily basis. We all should
1: because it's all about letting go. So the interesting thing about the word surrender too is I've just sort of looked it up. I felt like I needed to look look at I know what surrender is, but yeah. I just felt like I, there was some sort of significance there. Um, Anglo-Norman French so surrender, sur plus render. Sur meaning over, and render meaning yes, so it's French. Deliver, hand over, and and yield. But it also had here, or um, something else I had here. To render is to give back, to return. Ah, so all that energy gotcha. that's coming send it back or well, that the energy that that's over, overwhelming us we can send, send it, it back, back. back. because mm. it's not our energy send it back from where it came with love and light mm. literally
0: coming here this morning back i didn't get to go to the gym i didn't get time to go to the gym but before coming here i was walking down the road and i was saying because i have that big healing mm-hmm. i was saying to the universe if this isn't mine take it away if this isn't mine take it away that's what i was saying the whole way here if this isn't mine to send it back to its source yeah. So that's amazing. With love,
1: with love and light.
0: Bang on, miracles. So I'll put that uh, deck into the show notes if you're after any affirmation decks. Um, and as I said, uh, Hay House is having a sale on all the discontinued lines. It may not still be happening, but I got four decks um, for like 50 bucks or 60 bucks or something. Very so cool. really, really cheap um, if you're looking for any card decks uh, and that's just their discontinued lines at the moment. So Beck, what have you been up to? What's been your um, uh, experience? Did you want to talk about the birthday here or get into that in the show
1: totally oh, up to you. let's do it now I put a okay. photo up of the cakes yeah how beautiful the cakes so I came across this idea on I think it was Pinterest um mind you I was looking all over the different birthday cake ideas because I wanted something a little bit different for them a little bit special being young women 18 year olds now my twins um, so I came across this idea, and I just really loved the concept of it. So there's a picture up in the in the notes, on the show notes, and there's two cakes because I've got the twins. And um, the cakes themselves actually, they've got a champagne glass on the top of it, and they're filled with all the the silver and gold. It's so pretty. Cake sprinkles that you decorate with. And they've sort of, the way it's been decorated is that it comes down and it flows over onto the cake, and then we've got some cutouts of love hearts and the the icing on on the other side um so these were sort of mud yeah it makes like a waterfall so these were mud cakes and, and i was sort of getting them together it was very difficult to get the cakes organized i wanted to make them because this is what i wanted to do with them um but of course trying to hold a surprise party for two girls two girls who have just turned 18 was a little bit tricky to organize stuff so there was a lot of closed doors and a lot of sneaking around and (laughs) maybe a few little light white lies here and there um trying to get stuff organized for them but they did get surprised because there was a girl you're worried about who might spill the beans yes no she didn't she did not spill the beans the beans were spilled but just getting back with the cake they have um the sparklers on it so when you lit the cake with all the, the sparklers, like the old sparklers we used to use on firecracker night and, and what have you. Yeah, we saw so that. they were the actual candle. Yeah. So they were the ones that um, I used in the wine glass, so it just looked like it was dropping over like sort of sparkles. Um, really cool, really cool. I was so happy with them and I really thank my sister for all her help with them because we had to get them done that morning and, of course, there were two cakes to do. So that was amazing. Um, what were we saying? Where were we going? Um, well, I was just asking <laughs> if the girl spilled the beans. Ah, yes, yes. No, so their best friend didn't spill the beans right? which was amazing. Um, although I did, um, <laughs> you did. I, I looked at her. No, I didn't. Oh. I didn't. I looked at it. I tried to ring her on the Friday afternoon, and it's her birthday coming up um, in another week or so. So she'll be 18 also. Ah. But I did try to ring her to get her because I was having a panic attack, and I was like, I've got to get them out of the house on Saturday morning. So I tried to ring her and say, Can you maybe ask the girls on to to Saturday go morning somewhere. if you're not doing something to go somewhere before, you know, and then they can come home and they can get ready and what have you i said but um i said you know i was just like no, i need this but i rang her number and she hung up on me
0: she was oh. like decline the call
1: i'm like what is going on here what are you doing so i went to message bank and i thought i'm not going to leave a message so anyway not only did she hang up on me she texted the girls and said oh my god your mom just tried to ring me and i panicked what do i do Oh, my God! What is she what was she be panicking for? <laughs> she's a funny thing. Oh. she's so funny. she's um she's a different girl anyway. Okay. um love her to death, but she's she's certainly a little bit different. So then the girls come out and they're like, did you just try and ring Emily? oh my my god God. and you're like oh "Oh, I missed I messed up wrong number ha 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 no I didn't I said I did try to ring her I was thinking about you know what she wanted for her birthday is there something specific that she wants or did she just want some money And so, because I have a couple of ideas and I just wanted to ask her personally what she oh my gosh oh my gosh lying on the spot and they're like oh okay and I said but you can tell her now forget about it she's not getting anything (laughs) she doesn't want to talk to me and then she can text you about me ringing her she's definitely not getting anything so at the party the first thing I said to her is if your best friend's mother rings you you answer the phone I don't care oh my god and you don't tell the girls and you don't tell the girls why did you tell them that's that's really close so that was fun we had a bit of a bit, bit of fun with that one and a bit of a giggle and a laugh with that so that was really cool but, yeah, two family members actually slipped up a long time oh. ago. So a couple of months back they sort of slipped up. So while the girls thought that, yes, they were having a party because it had been divulged to them accidentally, um, they didn't know when it was happening. So when we actually had the party, they were quite surprised and and when the penny sort of dropped that this was for them. And as we walked in, the cakes were sitting on the freezer in the garage just to keep them out of sight. But there was mm. a window behind it. So you walk past the window, the cakes were sort of a oh, <laughs> Not so secret. And, of course, that's right. So my sister was just like, oh, I forgot about the window. <laughs> Completely oh. forgot. You can see through the window. Yeah. But that's okay. I'm but, sure they didn't um, expect yeah. it at all. So there were two family members out there who, um, who don't, you know, weren't going to be there for the, for the party and sort of were just like oh I'm so sorry we can't be there for your party and instead of going oh well I just assumed you were having a party because you're 18 mm. you know making that assumption they just um you know sort of spilled the beans which was interesting but they were quite surprised we walked through the gate and everyone was there and they just sort of went surprised and the girls sort of were very humble they went a little bit red and they (laughs) sort of looked away and they were just like oh my gosh what is going on embarrassing and and, and sort of gave me a hug and and one of the Michaela said to me you've been lying to us and I said I have yeah and that's what the phone call was about to your best mate and that's right and that's what that phone call was about you so then I went and we we had a big joke about that Mm -hmm. but it was good it was very good And it was nice because we had some family come from Queensland as well. Um, So their great aunt and their second cousin, so so my aunt. Um, So that was really good. We had family come from Perth. We had family who, like my sister, held it at her house um, because it was obviously too obvious here. But one of my sisters was actually moving to Perth on the Monday so they postponed their trip so they could be here for their 18th birthday. So that was oh lovely gosh. as well. Yeah. And just so much love for my sister for giving up her house because she's moving house. She's selling. She's put it on the market on Friday. And oh my Lord. Saturday we have an 18th birthday there. Gee so we. very grateful. Love love my sisters very much. Yeah. It's good family,
0: back. Mm. Good family. Good to appreciate them too. Oh that's awesome huh well we'll um talk more about birthdays during the show we're talking about mm-hmm. birthdays the entire show today but yeah just uh briefly i guess my um takeaway as well before we continue to talk about birthdays
1: mm-hmm.
0: is um we were mucking around with our my payment system for my business and i just thought that people might um get something out of this uh, cuz i've switched to square as i said in a previous episode from um Facebook bookings because they're not doing Facebook bookings anymore. So I'm using Square and I've had, um, not. it's not often. I mean, I've got a lot of regulars. Um, it's really just some of the new people who are sort of booking that I haven't met before. And I guess I'll send them a message going, hey, you know, this is my payment info. Um, this is, you know, do you want to come to my house or connect over Zoom, blah, blah, blah. And some people just don't reply. And it's, it's very rare. Like it's probably only, you know, one or two every so often. Uh, but then I reply and then, um, you know, on the weekend recently, I had uh, a full day and I actually had four, three reading healings and one reading. So it was going to be a really big day for me. I was finishing at about five and then the first client of the day literally just cancelled on the Friday during the day. And uh, she was a reading healing and she was my first appointment of the day on the Saturday. And I was a bit disappointed because I didn't see it obviously till the end of the day because I'm working. So at the end of the day, I've sort of seen this cancellation and basically meant that I had this big one and a half hours in the morning that I had to then fill. And luckily, the lady who was last, um, she agreed to come at 11 instead. So I bumped her up and then I ended up with three in a row. Great. Finishing earlier, finished at 3.30, done. So it worked out okay. And sometimes that spirit, you know, sometimes that spirit's way. But I guess I was just a bit disappointed thinking, well, people are canceling late and I don't have an opportunity to kind of fill those spots really. So we toyed with the idea, I've just basically upgraded my square booking system to a paid, um, so like a pro, square pro. And you can actually then charge people upfront or as in make them pay as soon as they book or um, ask for their credit card info. And basically the credit card info is like a fail safe in that if someone cancels um, and doesn't give you a, not enough notice, you can actually take the uh, 50%. Yep. So I've actually stipulated 50% on all my services cancellation fee and, uh, mm-hmm. and I can charge them. Because this girl that cancelled, I never heard from her. She never replied to my initial message. Um, I did try ringing. She didn't reply didn't answer my phone call and um, and then just cancelled. And then I messaged her and said, is everything okay? Didn't hear anything. So I literally never heard from the girl ever. Mm. And I had this one and a half hours and she would booked it a month ago. So it, it had been booked out a month earlier, which meant no one else could book that spot, you know. Mm. So anyway, I started um, putting my credit card, like Jason put the whole, you know, charge upfront thing on. And I was like, "No, oh, I think that's just a bit full on because I've got clients who are regulars and they literally will book me out for the rest of the year. And they have two of them. Three have booked out for the rest of the year. They've booked all their appointments they want till December now. And I feel like if they're going to book, I mean, one lady, that was when I was just um, talking about the last episode, she's booked about 25 appointments in in advance. And if I was making her pay up front, that's a lot of money. That is a lot of money. That's a lot of money money, because she's booking reading and healing. They're $110. Imagine that 25 times. So if I, I'm basically punishing people if they're doing that. And the other thing is with the credit card info, I did put that up briefly and asked for credit card info and my bookings stopped. They stopped coming in for like two days. And I thought, this is weird. And normally I just have bookings sort of coming in all the time. And um, I didn't have any bookings for two days. I took the credit card info thing off, all the bookings come in. Straight away. And one client actually messaged me and said, Are you asking for credit card info now? And um, do I have to pay up front or something? And I said, Oh, no, no, no. I said, It's just a fail safe, you know, if people cancel. But the problem with it is, Beck, I find that it just confuses people and they're like, Oh, you know, do I have to pay up front now? What do you need my credit card info for? It's another thing they've got to muck around with. They've got to get the credit card and find it and write all the info in there and blah, blah, blah. And I just found basically the booking stopped. And as soon as I took it off, as soon as I put it back to what it was, all the bookings are coming through, everything's happening, no problem at all. And then yesterday I had a lady booked in for an hour and a half and she had a um, problem where she, you know, got stuck, she couldn't get here, um, she didn't have a phone with her or something. So I was sort of ringing and messaging and, you know, really worried about her and um, she actually messaged me in the afternoon and said, oh, my God, I'm so sorry, I got um, uh, caught up, my um, car broke down and I didn't have my phone with me and blah, blah, blah. So, um, yeah, she um, she couldn't get here so she actually paid. She actually paid for appointment and didn't get here. So I didn't lose anything. And most people do that, you know? So I find that like, if someone does just bail on me, um, that's okay. You know, that's probably spirit going, hey, you know, you don't need to see that person or whatever, uh, or you need a break or maybe you want to finish earlier. Um, So it actually worked out in my favor. So, you know, that's been a really big learning curve for me because, um, you know, my husband's all about, you know, business and getting things done and you got to do this, you got to do that. And it's sometimes a little bit forceful and I just find that yeah. I'm a little bit more kind of go with the flow um, and it's working out really well because I've had all these clients now booking out for the rest of the year. And if I was making the pay up front, they wouldn't be doing that, you know. Um, so I'm actually really, really think that was a good idea. Anyway, um, let's jump into the show, Bec. Um, We're talking about birthdays today. Did you want to yeah. kick things
1: off? Yeah, Let's get into it. No, you get into it. You tell me about some of the things you've done?
0: Well, I just, you know, when you said to me that you hadn't celebrated, I was quite um, surprised uh, because, you know, I guess as a kid, you know, I would look forward to birthdays and, you know, going to birthdays and, you know, having my own birthdays and having parties. And I I guess I really enjoyed it because I it annoyed Dad a lot, you know, um, all the kids that <laughs> stand around with their little, you know, those little whistles where you blow the little piece of paper out and it comes back in and all of that, the little kind of wee kind of noise. We all used to stand around dad, and he's he's deaf now, so probably that was a reason. But um, we used to do that in his ears, and that was really funny. And we had a pool well, growing up in now Sydney, of
1: the party poppers.
0: Yeah, um, <laughs> we had a pool in Sydney, so we used to sort of jump in the pool and have a little swim and all of that stuff. So it was a good um, a good little party house. Um, But, yeah, I mean, I guess it was just one of those memories of mine. You know, grandma, I have a picture of me on my first birthday. Grandma made me this ice cream cake and it had all the, you know, decoration on it. Michelle, birthday, first birthday, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, and I love that little picture of me. And I just think that, you know, birthdays have always been that sort of real celebration. But, you know, I guess, you know, school was a bit difficult for me too. So sometimes, um, you know, birthdays are not like a happy thing where, you know, people have a birthday and you don't get invited. So there can be that side of it as well. You know, um, I definitely enjoyed going, but I mean, I guess my mum wasn't the best at celebrating, oh, no, celebrating, selecting presents. Um, and, you know, she wasn't really maternal very much. And so she would generally give me like a tea towel or maybe a coat hanger to take as a present. And, you know, other kids are bringing Barbie dolls and, you know, all of that stuff. And um, yeah, I would rock up with the tea towel and the coat hanger and I wasn't like probably the most popular kid
1: is that one of those coat
0: hangers that are all um like knitted yeah 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 it's so a bit of work on it a bit i mean i don't know how many kids appreciate that sort of thing you know so it was just a little bit a little bit odd so i guess i didn't get invited to a lot of parties you know growing up and i wasn't a popular kid and i did get picked on and, and stuff like that so um you know i guess it did make me a little bit sad And obviously, this isn't the end of my story, but I guess I'm starting here because this is why I enjoy, you know, as an adult, uh, doing this so much because I didn't really get uh, invited to a lot of parties. Once, you know, I rocked up with my coat hanger, I didn't really get invited back next year as much. So, um, you know. (laughs) They don't want to set
1: Hey. They didn't want to set
0: no, 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 they weren't interested in the set of coat hangers or tea towels. So, um, you know, and I guess that was my sort of early memory, um, mm. but then things changed for me later on. Beck, what's your, um, where did you want to start with this?
1: I think, look, I I just, I do celebrate birthdays. It's, birthdays are very big at our house um, and very much a family sort of thing. Um, I think growing up it was a little bit different because I was the oldest of seven. We already had like half a party there. Oh yeah. So because there were so many of us. Oh, that's was, true. You know, you normally invite. Yeah, that's right. So you normally invite um, half a dozen kids, maybe at least, to a party, or if it's a sleepover or something. I did get um, to have a few sleepovers and things like that. So that was that was good. But I was also very responsible for my my younger siblings as well. So even sleepovers, you know, we're like babysitting sleepovers. Um, so that was that was sort of where things went there. And I think there was just already a lot of kids there. And, um, you know, it wasn't sort of we'd have cake and do presents and and all of those sorts of things. And I was always made to feel very special with my gifts um, that I received. And and a lot of them were very thoughtful gifts. And um, I remember one morning I woke up and, oh gosh how old was I was probably about nine eight or nine or something like that and I woke up in the morning and the house was so quiet but this was like I didn't have I think I had one other sibling at this stage um and I woke up in the morning and it was so quiet there was nobody there except for my aunt and she was just sort of pottering around, listening out for me. And I came out, and she gave me a big hug, and she's like, happy birthday, Becca B, and, and really making me special. And she made me a cup of tea, and I had my toast. Said, what do you want? So I had toast for breakfast because that's what I wanted. Hmm. And there were all these presents sort of stacked on the side of my bedroom door on the outside of it because I walked out into the kitchen. And um, and there was a birdcage sitting on top of it, a little bite birdcage, yeah. Um, so, and then my mum and my grandmother came back. So they've gone out to do a few things, get some stuff done. And then they came back because they're like, well, she's asleep. We might as well go. We don't know when she's going to wake up. We've got stuff to do. Um, and they came back and, you know, we opened presents and, and that was really good. It was a very good day. Um, was made to feel very special. And I think the biggest takeaway from that, I'll never forget saying to my aunt, you know, because I woke up and I'm like, I don't feel good. I don't feel well, and she's like, "Well, a cup of tea and some toast will help that." So that's what we did. Um, Problem solving, and that is that. That's right. And I mean, she was, she she was, she's not that much older than me. Um, I think there's like ten years between us. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So quite young. So she was still quite young, Um, and and she just her making me feel special that way was that. I don't I, I remember the birdcage, can't tell you what anything else was that I got on that day, but <laughs> my funny, takeaway is that memory of of having her there saying, Well, that's no good. Cup of tea and, and some toast will help fix that. It's a special magic birthday breakfast and we'll clear all that away. And and she did. And oh, isn't that lovely? The family memories, I think, are the ones that are most most um stand out for me. Things like yeah. that at that time. I remember the birdcage. Um and I don't know, I think maybe we got some lovebirds or something to put in there, mm. if I recall correctly. But there you go, birds have always been a part of, part of my upbringing. Part of your life,
0: yeah. I've got the um, lovebirds too, mm. peach faces. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I think it's really nice and I think the family is the, you know, certainly the most important thing. I don't actually, I don't really remember what I did for my 18th. I don't know that I had a massive 18th birthday, but I do mm. remember my um, 21st vividly. And that was um, that was when I was living in Bundaberg. I'd actually moved back to Bundy with my family. And um, I think that was the first one where I started to really get myself together in terms of, you know, making friends and all of that. And certainly, you know, there were some older friends of mine there, you know, um, I guess from sort of school and just above that. And, you know, and it was actually a, hu- a pretty huge gathering. There was like people from my gym and I think that was the first one where there was like a lot of that and my party sort of continued that way after that point but the 21st I remember the 18th but yeah the 21st um was definitely a big one for me the 18th I was still living in Brisbane and and trying to study and I was sort of in a halfway house and it was just it was pretty Mm. There was a lot of stuff going on so yeah the 21st was a really big celebration for me and um and my 40th so I guess I sort of at the milestones. I mean, I did a big thing for my 30th too, to be honest. Um, that was in the Valley. Um, and yeah, had a lot of friends. That was when I was in radio at that point. So I'd gotten into radio at 23. So when I was 21, I wasn't in radio yet. But yeah, that was a really big gathering in Bundy. And then my um, 30th was in Brisbane in the Valley and huge gathering. That was all my radio friends, colleagues. And mum and dad have been at everything, like everything I've ever done. My parents have been at and um, I guess my brother's come to a few of those um, sort of gatherings as well. But the biggest thing for me is the people who show up and that's what I wanted to sort of say today is it's about the people who show up, you know, sometimes, um, and I've been to many gatherings with other people, birthdays with other people where, you know, they're focused on the people who didn't come. And it's like, whenever I go to a gathering like that and I notice the host is upset about the people who haven't come, it's like, focus on the people who are here because they're the ones who've shown up for you. Because some people just go Mm -hmm. through the whole night miserable going, oh, this person, that person, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, you've missed out on the opportunity to really appreciate the people who are there for you and who did show up. And I think that's why I really like, you know, gatherings like that, because it does kind of show you who is showing up for you. Sometimes we have to go through traumatic experiences like, you know, big relationship breakups, um, divorces and things like that, all uh, major illnesses to kind of know who's there for us. You know, sometimes we have to go through things like that loss, grief and loss um to know who's there for us but um certainly you know having a party or a celebration and obviously you know some people just can't be there because it's a clash you know the date clashed with something else so it's not like it's a really big deal but it's about appreciating the people who did go who did show up for you and um you know and I think that's the most important thing I've got a couple of friends who have birthdays um who are Tauruses as well who have birthdays um sort of close together and uh sometimes we'll do a joint effort you know sometimes we'll all three of us you know host something uh mates of mine who are married they're both um both very close together to me and um, i'm a day apart from the husband and um yeah so sometimes we'll all go out and do something together and celebrate our birthdays and um same with another couple of mine a gay friend of mine and another girl we've got birthdays close together so we actually yeah generally do things all on a weekend you know at the same time so we uh, combine everything. You know, that's another nice way to kind of celebrate. But um, I just yeah want
1: to say appreciate who's there. You know, don't worry about the people who don't show up. Absolutely. And I just wanted to say too. So an old saying came into my head when you were um, talking about that, Michelle, with people not showing up and and not being worried about who's not there, and the traumatic experiences and things like that. Um, you know who your true friends are by mm. who. Your, you know, who your true people are by who's coming in the door while everyone else is walking out. Oh, love that. How good's that? That's gold, Beck. It is gold. That's it gold. Is gold. And that was something that really got me, that that actual saying got me through mm. um, a lot over the time just um you know letting go of those people and not really because like, i felt so responsible for these people all yes, the time and do. doing stuff for them you do and yeah so once once you let them go you can sort of I mean you've got to sift you've got to sift like the flower sifters mm-hmm. you've got to sift through and that's what get rid of all the post
0: COVID that's a really good post-COVID um, um yeah saying back because everyone's been coming in kind of going oh you know this person's annoying me and that person's annoying me and I'm doing all these things for this person and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, what are you doing that for? Stop doing yeah. that. Why? Um, Why? Let them go. You know, um, if there's more, oops, that's my little thing going off over here. It's got a Zoom meeting popping up. Oh my God. Um, oh my goodness. Sorry, I've got a no. reading. Yeah.
1: No, I'm that's just here all for a right. reading. Um,
0: hopefully so that's just, stopped.
1: just really quickly on that. Um. So my, my, I I did have a twenty-first birthday. Invited people to attend a um, like it was a disco sort of nightclub disco disco thing. Live in Newton John, and that was um, upstairs from the casino here in Canberra. So when I was twenty-one, I just invited a whole heap of people to come to that. So that was a party. Yeah. Um. Uh. And that was good. And um, I think that's probably I think the only one I've really really had. siblings all had birthday parties. I went to lots of birthday parties for other people, like two birthday yeah. parties for other people, but didn't have. But then, as I got older, like when my son was born, we're five days apart. We're both January babies. Oh, there you go. It's so he's like five days. That's right. So um, I tend to just sort of focus on his family celebration. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's really quite. He's he's so sweet. He's really quite sweet. He's just like well. What about your but? What about mum's birthday? It was mum's birthday too? So you know, sometimes we'll light the candles. He'll like, you'll say, you know, you got to blow the candles out, or, or let's do this. And then he went through a phase where he didn't want to have a cake; he wanted pancakes. Oh, that's great! Good alternative. Yeah, and so we don't have, you know, he doesn't didn't like doesn't really like birthday cake that much. So he wanted pancakes for for his birthday, or donuts, or something like that, which was really cool. Love that. And I think um... having it five days apart meant that you know my focus was on him and and he's the same he's exactly the same I just want family there
0: yeah not um not big on the friends mm. and all the additional mm. bits and pieces yeah. yeah and I relate to that as I said because growing up I didn't um get invited to a lot of parties with my tea towels and my coat hangers so there you go I can relate Rebecca yeah, I was just going to mention my uh, my 40th because that was sort of, that's probably the highlight. I mean, I'm 46 now, so that was probably the highlight that was six years ago. Oh, my God. I think with COVID, we lost a lot of time. But yeah, my 40th was at Bocco Road Jail. Um, it's a very, very haunted place and... Um, Funnily uh, enough, we actually had a guy walking around as a tour guide and um, basically taking us through what's left of the jail. So a lot of the jail's gone now, and they actually um, have—they've turned it into accommodation. So you can actually go and live at the jail. So, but they have destroyed some of. There's bits and pieces they had to keep, the facades and things, but they've destroyed a fair bit. And there's a bit of a retail precinct in there and stuff as well. But yeah, this guy sort of was hosting us. It was really funny. I've got a girlfriend who's pretty full on, very funny girl. She's a radio girl. So, um, all radio girls are very, very funny. and know how to talk, um, underwater eating a meat pie. And, um, she sort of wandered in and this guy was doing his little talk and, um, she came in late and she's like, ah, you know, hi, like I'm Lauren, whatever. And he was doing his talk and she goes, um, so tell me, she goes, uh, you're a murderer. You're a murderer. Yeah. And, um, and, and he turned around and he goes, yeah, I am. I'm. Uh, I was in for murder. I did um, ten years, twelve years, whatever it was, in Boggara Jail because I uh, killed someone. And she's like, "What?" And I was <laughs> like, "What?" And all of us are like, "Excuse me?" Like we, we were all like, uh, "Uh, sorry." Um, and he wasn't. He had killed someone. He had killed someone. And um, and it was one of those really funny things where, like, sometimes you're gonna go, "Oh, oh, I can see, I can see why you did that." I can see why you did that. And <laughs> it's might be another episode, Rebecca, I don't know. Um, but it was one of those. It's very, you know, Paulo Coelho. Um, I don't know if you've read any Paulo Coelho books, but um, no. he, he wrote The Alchemist. And, um, you know, and he's really great at writing stories where it really questioned, you question your morals. You know, he presents things like murder mm. and says, well, under these circumstances, you would probably kill this person. And um, that's what we were all sort of in that moment because what had happened was um, he said, well, you know, I uh, there was a guy who was dealing drugs to kids, and he that was his he, that was his no go zone. He was like, "You don't do that. You don't get kids into it. Don't do it." And he told the guy, he "said You stop dealing drugs to kids, or I'm going to kill you." He didn't stop, so he killed him. Whoa! We're all kind of going, "Ah, oh, I can see why you did that. <laughs> like, that's a bad thing, you know? Like, isn't that funny? Because it really made us all kind of question. We're like, oh." Well, he's not a bad dude. I mean, he was a drug dealer too, but he wasn't dealing the kids. And he was like, he he Yeah. Models. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that hilarious? Cause you kind of go, Oh, well, that was my 40th birthday, Rebecca. I met a murderer on my 40th birthday at a jail, a haunted jail. Um, and people, I had my whole parrot my whole paranormal team was there, like all the Ghostbuster guys that I work with, a lot of psychic mediums. Um, we could have just done a platform evening, really. Um <laughs> God, right? That would have been awesome. Um, but yeah, people got orbs, people were running around taking photos of like apparitions. Like it was, it was awesome. That was my 40th. So it was like I combined you know I wasn't working as a medium at that point, but yeah, I combined everything, um, all the paranormal, all my regular friends, like my journalism friends were there, some school friends, um, you know, it was like I brought all the all the different things into one room and my family was there as well. So yeah, it was really, really awesome. and I think that I don't know if I could ever top that, you know that was um yeah six years ago now, but it was such an awesome um, gathering and I just appreciated everyone who was there. And then we did a birthday for my husband, um, a 40th, and I organized it because, um, you know, he's sort of, well, he he kind of, you know, this is the thing. He largely organized his 40th and it was at Bribey at Sandstone Point and I didn't do a lot of following up with people. And so basically um, a lot of people didn't show up and we'd bought a lot of cakes, we'd ordered a lot of food, went to a huge effort. And uh, in the end, a lot of people didn't show up. You know, quite a few people did messages and say, look, I'm really sorry. This has come up. I'm feeling sick, you know, blah, blah, blah. But it was pretty disappointing. And I was really sad for him because he was really disappointed There was so much food left over. We had cake left over. We had a lot of stuff and, yeah. um, and he was really sad. And I just, after that, that really broke my heart. And so when I did that recent surprise for him and it wasn't a milestone birthday, it was just his, his 43rd. Yeah. Um, so it wasn't a milestone. But I was so sad about his 40th. Um, I arranged um, that surprise go-karting um, thing for him. So we had um, friends come from Brisbane. He had a whole park run team were there. Um, you know, my best friend, um, his best mate that was, you know, his best, um, he was uh, Greg's best mate at his wedding. So mm-hmm. that guy uh, came with his family. And um, I did invite a lot of his other uh, Brisbane friends, um, people that he's known well before me. Um, and quite a few of them did drop out of the last minute again. So similar to the 40th birthday. Mm -hmm. So that was a little bit, um, disappointing, I guess. Um, but again, what can you do? You know, um, it was a really good turnout. We had an awesome day. There was like, I don't know, um, maybe 12 of us on the track racing. Um, so, you know, and we had a guy drive up from the Gold Coast for crying out loud. So, you know, that was really amazing. Um, he battled, you know, three and a half, four hours of traffic to get there. Um, so, you know, that's, that's where, you know, those certain people show up and you just go, oh my God, I just really appreciate you. Thank you so much for driving four hours for my birthday. You know, that's real, that's real appreciation. So it kind of wiped out the disappointment of the other people who didn't come. Um, because yeah, driving from the Goldie amazing, you know, just for that. So super impressed.
1: It's, um, it's interesting because, um, Matt was just saying to me the other day was we were talking about Keanu Reeves because mm. I, actually I really the Matrix my, yeah I think he's he's an amazing person sure is Keanu Reeves he's just um, incredibly incredibly kind and and such a great great energy about him but um, Matt was was sort of saying that um, Keanu Reeves with his birthday. Um, he marked it with, like, he had, and I've just looked it up here, and it says Keanu Reeves marks his 46th birthday with a solitary cupcake. Um, And that's what he does. Isn't yep. that beautiful, just a little cupcake? Yeah, just a little cupcake. Um, So that's pretty cool. I love pretty that. Cool too.
0: Yeah, so you think celebs are all so, doing all their birthdays and doing all their things. Yeah, that's like, right. You know, that's awesome because it gives you so permission many not different- to do it.
1: Well, and that's you know, if that's what you're comfortable doing, that's what you're comfortable doing. That's it. Yeah. I love that. Well, Beck, we've um
0: we've got to wrap up, but that's been a really beautiful little celebration sort of story there, and I've really enjoyed that, and it's been lovely to hear, you know, the importance of family, and I think just ex- um not expecting, but um you know, really appreciating who is at your celebration and who is making the effort for you. I think that that's a really good takeaway message um mm. for our listener at home and um you know i've really enjoyed that because it brought back a few memories of that I'd actually forgotten about um, so that was really lovely and Very um cool. you know whatever you do to choose to celebrate you don't have to celebrate you don't have to have a massive birthday or a party or anything like that but, that's right um, and, and happy birthday to Keanu Reeves for when his birthday was yeah absolutely <laughs> enjoy your little cupcake um, Yes. so next episode Beck I was thinking we could talk about spirit and energies and I think with what we were just um discussing just now um that might be interesting because as I said I felt like I was a bit not myself recently and uh, when and got a healing from my teacher and uh, I feel a million bucks now and my energy's back and I'm feeling really great so I feel like this is a really good one just to talk a little bit about, you know, the um, the witchy, the healer, you know, what are we doing? How are we doing it? Maybe I'll um, have my spike night by then. I'll be able to give you some feedback about how amazing that is. But I yes. did put up the tip online about um, holy basil, and a huge amount of people responded um, going, oh, this is great, I'm gonna go buy some, this is fantastic. People are always looking for tips in that area. So I feel like that's gonna be a really good episode um, for people just to learn a little bit more about what you can do and how amazing. to- Amazing amazing all right beck um have a great day and uh we'll catch up next week
1: fantastic bye everyone bye